Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode I'll be getting to know Kim Orleski who is an author and the CEO of KO Advantage Group and is listed as one of the LinkedIn's top sales influencers and continuously named as one of the top sales leaders to follow. So Kim, hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much, Tom. I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited and I appreciate you being here as well. So just out of interest, whereabouts are you in the world right now? I'm in Calgary, Canada, and we were just talking that there's no snow here at this time of year, so it's really odd. And, and I think there's been like a 20 degree um, flip in terms of you used to be at minus 10, <laughs> now you're more like 10 degrees. So, yeah. I, I'm not complaining, I love the warmth. No, exactly, not sure what's happening there, but it's keeping you nice and warm, so that's good news. Um, and I just wanted to just share a little bit more about you before we did get started. So Kim is Startup Canada's woman entrepreneur and Success Magazine's most inspirational blogger and has been selected to speak at HubSpot's Inbound every year since 2017. And her third book, Sell More Faster, is now available as well. It is, the, yes. Yeah, and I'll def- we'll definitely get to talk about that in a little bit more detail. And the title for today's episode is how to sell your services entirely virtually. And Kim is going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So no pressure at all. Question number one today is, who are your ideal clients? Yes. So I love working with clients um, specifically in more traditional type of industries where Mm -hmm. face-to-face was part of their normal selling capacity. Uh, Today, we're seeing more companies, um, especially in those consulting roles, engineering, uh, marketing, even industrial and manufacturing, move themselves to connecting with their clients entirely virtual. Um, I I am an expert in the B2B selling space and those that are trying to sell uh, premium services at a premium price. Right. And I guess this this global scale, this shift to virtual was happening anyway, but I think the pandemic just sped that up. So it's really created a lot of opportunities for you to, to work in this space. It really has. And we've been working on it since 2017. We've been showing companies how to connect with their prospects online, how to navigate their meetings online, deliver proposals, and ultimately close and service their clients online in that capacity. It was one of those things that I think a lot of companies dreamed of, especially back in like the early 2000s, the thought of this digital nomad taking over. But how could you actually do that uh, in a reasonable space? And especially if you're servicing business clients, Um, digital transformation in 2020 and beyond has accelerated that, but we're still seeing a lot of companies that aren't capitalizing and maximizing the opportunities that are out there. Absolutely. Awesome. And and when you think of your ideal clients, what would you say is typically the one biggest challenge that they typically face? I think they're struggling with how do I navigate these high value transactions and still allow us to connect on virtual means of video communications in condensed periods of time. Oftentimes we see that there should be a translation between the size of the value of the deal should equal to the amount of time that we're spending with the clients and the medium in which we're spending that in this case, face-to-face and what the market is shifting 
and where the trends have already shown us is that now we're seeing companies that are willing to buy more entirely without meeting a client, without meeting a salesperson, either yeah. that's remotely or self-service. Um, we're 50,000, uh, 100,000, even $500,000 in transaction sizes are not uncommon for somebody to now go ahead and invest without ever meeting someone face-to-face. And, and sometimes in the comfort of their own home and um, wearing their lounge clothes as well, I'm sure. Yeah, or, or at least from the bottom below, right? I think yeah. we, all, we all know how, like, yeah. they're all living the news anchor uh, lifestyle, right? It's all, uh, you know, sweat, sweatpants below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess if someone's listening to this and they're, they're thinking about how, how can they make this transition from face-to-face sales to to virtual what's that one piece of valuable advice that you might give them to really help them move forward and solve this problem yeah you have to start with where your client is comfortable and where it makes sense so one of the things i say is your first interactions with your clients should be virtual we shouldn't see that our our first meetings are in person it's oftentimes a lot of commitment for somebody to agree to drive um, or commute 45 minutes an hour to a location Uh, we end up spending as much time at that location as we did on the commute it doesn't make sense for us spend 20 minutes in a boardroom if we spent 45 minutes to getting to that boardroom. Uh, Whereas if you're struggling to get uh, clients or at least prospects to meet with you for the first time, encourage them to do a 15 minute or a 20 minute meeting virtually. You can still gather a ton of information. You can move sales cycles forward. And we're seeing more and more companies, especially those that have to compete, um, whether that's through requests for proposals um, or very high competitive spaces, they're finding it uh, is a way easier transition than they had thought. And it's just only through the power of suggestion. Can we meet virtually? Would you Would you like to do a 15-minute um, online uh, video call versus an uh, in-person call? A lot of buyers are ultimately agreeing to that. And so suggest first and then default in-person if it doesn't work, as opposed to saying that will never work for my clients. Yeah, I love that. And like you say, because... And ultimately, and it's like a funnel, isn't it? You've got a lot of prospects at the top and then they'll funnel down into those buyers. So by almost filtering a lot of those prospects out with a virtual meeting, it's saving you that resource as well of traveling for yourself as a, a salesperson. It's It absolutely is. I, I consider it to, uh, you know, dating for the very first time. I mean, you're not going to commit to a first date for, you know, dinner, a movie and drinks afterwards if you don't even know you're going to like the person. Yeah. Um, you book you book the first date as, you know, a coffee meeting mm-hmm. right in the middle of your work day yeah. because you have to be in and you have to be out and you're not going to commit to more than that. Yeah. Um, and so the same thing with, uh, with a lot of our client meetings, be in, be out, be brief, be bold, be gone. Uh, it will yeah. allow you to spend the time with the clients that are going to move forward and not dedicate a ton of time with clients that have no intention of moving forward with you. It could almost be a bit of a de-qual- disqualification process as well. Um, to Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice. It's been a massive mind shift for a lot of people that are trying to sell their services because the moment we get to say, is this person right for me? It allows us to put the control and the power back in ourselves and allow it to uh, move ourselves to, I can now picture myself as that premium service provider. I can charge right. more because I don't take on everybody. Yeah, I love it. And, and for anyone listening that's thinking about um, making this shift and they might need a little bit of help, what's that one resource that you can share with people to help them move forward? 
Yeah. So, I mean, getting really clear on your sales process. One of the things that we're seeing with companies that are moving to an entirely virtual sales sales cycle is that they had to get the process really clear. Um, my book, Sell More Faster, is a great opportunity to be able to use that. It's a process that you're going to use, whether you're in person, whether you're virtual, and it'll help you navigate what are the right questions we need to ask at every stage in that sales cycle so that we're getting the information to move them faster and, um, and clearer with the client. Love it. So um, I've got the link for that here as well. So if you go to bit.ly forward slash sell more faster book, and I'll put that link into the show notes as well, but that'll be a great way for you to get hold of that book and get started on this journey. Um, and for more general information, just go to koadvantage.com and I'll also put that into the show notes as well. So question for you, Kim, obviously, um, you know, you've been on a, on a journey. What would you say is one of your greatest mistakes or values or learnings that you've made either in life or in business? And what did you learn from it? I The, the biggest thing was that I especially when I was starting my business, I didn't appreciate my worth. I yeah. thought because I was starting out, um, I had to discount my value. I had to discount um, the, my prices, um, thinking that if I go in cheap at first, I can gather enough uh, referrals and testimonials to eventually promote myself. The moment I shifted that and said, I'm actually worth um, worth a premium, I, I actually quadrupled the service fee that I was charging. It was way easier for me to sell clients and it took a lot more stress off of myself. So know your worth and get there as quickly as you possible and be okay with charging a premium. Yeah, I, I love that. And you end up working with more committed clients as well and, and more aligned clients, that not those ones that are seeking a discount because, yeah, it, it's a great place to be. For oh, them. Absolutely. I, I would hands down take, um, take a $40,000 client over a $5,000 client mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I find is it takes about the same amount of time it takes about the same amount of time to, to work with that $40,000 client as it does the 5,000. So why not go for the higher value? Absolutely. And, and also to find them, you know, so, and not necessarily to like this, this high 40,000. So for those coaches just starting out and, um, you know, rather than trying to find 10 people charging them 400 each and to get 4,000, you can just find that one for 4,000. It, it's the same amount of effort to find one either way. Um, so to that point, absolutely try and look at how you can increase your value, increase your prices as well. Absolutely. And, and the last question for me today is what is the one question that I should have asked you that will also bring some great value to our audience today? Yeah, if, um, if you could do anything in your lifetime, what would you do? And the answer would be go travel spend more time visiting the rest of the world, right? It's, yeah. I mean, you're entrepreneurs, you're small business owners for a reason. Um, build the life that you wanted to have first and then the business will surround it um, as opposed to hoping that one day you will have the business, um, the freedom to have that life, build that life first, build the business around that life. Absolutely. I love the thought of, you know, not a holiday being something you have to look forward to once a year, but um, travel whilst working, fit your life around that. And that's, yeah, that's such an exciting place to get to. Fantastic. And um, great note to end on. Really appreciate that, Kim. And thanks again for your time today and for sharing such great value with our audience.